0: Welcome to ByteSide, I'm Seamus Byrne. This is a show about tech and digital culture and how they are changing the world. Today we're talking to Simon Bell from Alliance Studios and Alio Meowate from Zen Creative. And these two guys work together on a fascinating new project, creating a virtual world of sorts. But this isn't tied up in all the metaverse discussions, or is it? It's a Fortnite project, and it was one commissioned by the Fortnite developers to create this ANZ, Australia and New Zealand, creative space as part of a bit of local promo for, for having new Fortnite ANZ activity going on. And I talked to the two guys about what it means to be a professional Fortnite creative right now, the fun of working together with the two studios on such a uniquely ANZ project. And we do look at that longer view on the place of Fortnite in this big metaverse discussion out there right now after that social network changed its name recently. It's a really kind of fun chat, and I think they have a unique perspective on what's going on in this space. So let's dive on in, Simon Bell and Alio Mayowati. What is it you call yourself
1: that you do for a living? That is a good question. I'm <laughs> constantly trying to answer that one. <laughs> uh, don't, we don't tend to have the right one. I'm Simon. I'm from Alliance Studios. Uh, I've been working in Fortnite Creative for about three years um, working alongside um, Mackenzie Jackson, another partner of mine, and uh, we've got young Johnny, um, who's on our team as our mechanic. Um, there was—I don't have a background in gaming. I've got a like in gaming development. I've definitely got a background in gaming, and this has been something that's been tied to my core, um, you know, ever since growing up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can dive into the details. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hey, um, my name's Alio Mawate.
2: Um, I'm part of Creative with my brother, Fioro Mawate, and we're based over in New Zealand. Uh, and yeah, we're, we've been building in Fono Creative for about three years, more as a hobby, um, but only recently uh, back in about for the last year and a half, we've been doing um, Fono Creative about professionally a bit more, uh, working with brands and all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah we normally call ourselves Fortnite creative developers. Um, more of the technical term. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much sums it up.
0: Yeah, for each of you, you know, Alio, maybe you could start this one. Is you know, like, So, what was it or how did you get the call to say, hey, like, you know, Fortnite actually wants to work direct and, and do this cool little ANZ project? uh yes so uh originally it
2: started with alliance studios um they were contacted by epic to develop uh some australian um new zealand type of maps uh, because Australia, uh, really this is probably something that ritual should we talk about or simon should we talking about um <laughs> so we got our in-game names that we normally refer to it's kind of different <laughs> <Yeah. switch> between <laughs> that and um but yeah this is definitely something that um simon should be talking about but Uh, Yeah, they contacted Alliance to develop these islands because uh, Simon's from Australia and it just felt good to have somebody that's local in those areas. Um, And then they decided that we're really good friends with Alliance Studios uh, and we're from New Zealand. They were like, why not bring in Zen Creative from New Zealand um, to really help localize all this? And then that's pretty much how the ball
1: started rolling. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Simon. Oh, I would say that we've... I mean, we've had a relationship going for a long time. We've been able to establish that <clears throat> early, early days, um, working with each other on various projects. Uh, we worked on a project called Spy Within uh, very early on. Um, and that sort of established a really good uh, working relationship. Also able to just hang out and communicate and get along, right? That's, that's sort of the core as to how we, how we kick on with our days. Um, so that was really the foundations as to how this eventuated. It was a, it was a very simple answer for me uh, when I was in that conversation with Epic about, you know, um, creating this ANZ experience. Um, the f- You know, the first names that came to my mind were, we need Zen on this. Um, let's push out that regional uh, reach, you know, and get everyone on board. So, and it just panned out perfectly. Um, I'd been to be honest, I've been egging to work with uh, Alio and his brother for a long time uh, since I was working with in the first place. They're extremely talented individuals uh, and we tend to bounce off each other really well. So, um, that opportunity turned into what you were able to witness with ANZ. Um, I am blown away with what we were able to achieve. Um, it's aesthetically and mechanically uh, beyond anything you know, we've put put our mindsets to. And it seems that every time we go in, something bigger and better from the last time uh, eventuates, which is, which is just fantastic. Progression uh, is happening. And, uh, yeah, it's great.
0: So let's take a step back then as well. Like for, for each of you, how did you first start just tooling around with this stuff? You know, Simon, you said you kind of got that bit of a game dev background, but, you know, what, Then made you go, oh, there's this creative mode in Fortnite. Like, what can we do with it? You know, where did that sort of kick off?
1: That was, um, that was a strange fate call, that one. I had a, I had a random accident at work. Uh, and it ended me sitting at home with a cast on my hand, uh, healing. And at the time, I think I was, I don't know, just playing games to pass the time. Yeah. And my flatmate came home and he said, oh, uh, Fortnite have just released this. Well, they're going to be releasing this creative mode, um, and because you've got save the world, you know you can get early access. And I'm like, early access things that are free—they all fall into my pocket, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, I jumped onto that the first uh, as soon as that was available and started mucking around. I hadn't, you know, I didn't have a, any idea that this the content could be featured in game or anything like that. It was just uh, discovering the tool set Uh, And then once I discovered what I liked and what I was building, I sort of shifted to see if there was a community revolving around that. And I very quickly discovered there was. Uh, It was on Reddit at the time. And so I engaged myself in the community. I started putting some stuff up. And then I got got, uh, contacted by someone from Epic saying, hey, look, we want to feature your stuff in game. Uh, I mean, you could have offered me a million dollars or that, and I definitely would have taken that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this was someone who was broke on his couch at the time, without a job. Terrible decision. Injured. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> terrible decision. Uh, you know, I still think that if I took, if I if I took the money, I, I wouldn't be as happy as what I am today.
2: It all started, actually, with, uh, so from the beginning, uh, me and my brother have always been into, like, creative sandbox games, some of it's, like, Minecraft or Roblox and all these different types of games. They fall under that category, um, UGC platform um, type of stuff. And, uh, we, yeah, when Fortnite Creative was introduced, me and my brother were like, well, we got to get into this. This looks really cool. Like, this is a mode where you can create whatever you want kind of thing. Um, and I still remember our first ever, like, build and creative was like, we built this massive racetrack um, at the time. I look back at it. I'm like, oh, what was I doing? But like back then it was amazing. <laughs> we had this massive racetrack. We were like, we're going to get tons of people on this and it's going to be so much fun. Um, and that was really the start of it. And then um, time went on and uh, I stopped creating for a little bit. Cause I had, uh, I was studying at university, um, doing a, a bachelor in performing arts, for a few years and um, but my brother continued developing stuff in Fortnite Creative um, and he began to, uh, he made this one map which was called, uh, it was like a hide and seek. It was basically you were this little person in this massive kitchen uh, and it got a lot of traction on Reddit. Um, a lot of YouTubers were like, hey, let's play this. thing!" you know, we want a thing and that really blew up. He ended up getting, um, getting uh, publishing perms to develop these islands and, and get featured on all these things afterwards and and then um, after that we were just like let's start developing all these other experiences um, which led on to later on going into Spiral which was another mode we did with Epic uh, quite a bit back and and now we're here. It's kind of spiraled on and I don't think we ever realized it was going to get this big. Uh, we were just doing it as a hobby and it, it's amazing how like looking back at where we were, we are just doing this for fun and we're doing this as a job, it's it's amazing. And, you know, as, as um, Simon said, you know, you get a million dollars of what Epic offered him, you know, like, it's like, this is, like, we get to live every day just having fun. Uh, and that's amazing. And I'm extremely grateful for the opportunities that we get.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, I guess you were keen to work together, then you get to create this project. You know, I'd love your thoughts. We'll start with you, Alio, about, you know, What what was the you know some of the highlights of working on this project, and I guess some of your favorite parts of what you've created? Ah, yes. So
2: definitely, this project from the start was a a passion project. Being from New Zealand, like that's not every day do you get to make something that kind of represents your country on a large scale, especially worldwide. Um, Just with all the promotion that we're behind the scenes and all that stuff, it was just amazing. Um, But yeah, like working with Alliance Studios was. Just, uh, you know, we've worked with them for quite a bit of times. Just we're friends, first and foremost. We're just friends, and and but on a business scale, it's they were amazing to work with. Um, developing this experience was just great. You know, never been of, uh, never worked with someone that would have been able to kind of just bounce off all the time, and it's been it's, it's been crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, we had a. What was really interesting was the visitor center was um that you first load into that was just it's an amazing experience got all the animals got all the different sections and all different places all the images and uh, i think that's one of my favorite parts about this whole experience is being able to develop that and really showcase different parts of the world especially the lands out under australia new zealand um you know that was built funny enough that was built in about two days um which we expected it to probably take us like maybe like four weeks to build and we built it in two days <laughs> and we we're like, Oh, this is crazy. It was just so much bouncing back. We we're like, Hey, well, uh, I want to work on this part. And if someone got, if somebody got stuck, they were like, okay, well I can't do that part. Can you do it And they we're Like, yeah, I'll take over that easy. Let's do that. And it was just back forth, back forth. And, um, I think that's just from then on, we were like, you know, working with Alliance and just all of us together, we collaborated, amazingly it was just, it was great um but yeah definitely my part my favorite part was probably the visitor center and watching that all come together um along with all the mini games and experiences that come along with it
0: that's awesome i mean simon yeah i, I can imagine as well that not every collaboration opportunity runs that smoothly so you know it, it must be awesome when you get to hook up with someone you've wanted to be doing stuff with or you know you get along but then it's another thing to put the blinkers on and get a, a serious job done
1: it was definitely extremely refreshing. Um, you know, like he says, you you get writer's block, right? And and this can happen any time. Uh, there was any point where there was, you know, a writer's block moment that would come about. Someone was coming to the rescue, and and all and even wanted to do that section. You know, we're dying to get in there and do it. So it was just it was just fluid. It 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 worked. I, I think we were that excited and this is why pro- these projects roll out really quickly. Now, of course, it took us four weeks to polish it. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was initially two days of, of you know, slamming out um, what this experience is going to look like, how it's going to feel when we approach it, how players are going to engage. Um, and I think just in a ballpark, looking at that, you know, you know in retrospect, the fact that we're you know, able to represent Australia and New Zealand, we're able to sort of take a step back and look at how a player is going to experience this, um, how they're going to, you know, interact with this world and then, you know, with Australia and New Zealand in the back of their mind. Is that engagement going to flow? Uh, Is there going to be a connection there? And I think for us trying to connect all the dots and then seeing those dots be connected is is the, the golden ticket
0: Let's nerd out a little bit and talk about the creative tools because I'm fascinated to think about, you know, if people like yourselves have been playing around with this stuff that, yeah, from the outside, if you're just somebody play plays stuff, it's like, yeah, Fortnite's this thing. You play it. There's some new modes now and then. But the opportunity for creators like yourselves, there must be a bit more of a sense of how these tools have been evolving, new ways that you can, you know, play with the sandbox that is Fortnite. So, I'd love some of your thoughts there on um, how that's been evolving and how that's given you more opportunities to create more interesting stuff.
1: Fortnite's gone through some incredible, uh, uh, I've forgotten the word there, it's, it's moved along uh, from... It's core. Uh, I mean, we started off with, with you know, a palette of like, I don't know, six or seven uh, logical things that we could implement into a game. Uh, same with asset packs. We we're only given so many asset packs. And this is, of course, you know, the, the beginner kit. That has now expanded to a point where we're able to save your state um, across each game. You're able to return back into games and have... You know that state uh, coins collected. Um, you know in in your in your inventory that was in there in the game before. So on and so forth. You just to be able to carry over things things that weren't available. We've got now got uh, XP that we can grant people in in maps, and uh, so it's it's more becoming core uh, UGC. We're be able, we're we're going from being an addition to the game to becoming part of the essential you know, metaverse uh, almost uh, getting to that point. Um, So, it really feels like we're becoming part of the family. It's, I mean, we almost feel like, you know, when you're talking about who are we, uh, would you call yourself engineers? Would you call yourself creators? We don't want to be blasphemous by calling ourselves anything that we're not. You know, it's it's, it's kind of, we don't want to step on anyone's toes, but we do feel that we have a very valid entry uh in this space. And I just think it's it's new. Um and and we are pioneering. And I think it's just like anything that's fresh and new, people, you know, it'll take a while for for its roots to grow and become the tree and flourish and people to understand what sort of fruit that it can bear. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So um again, Fortnite creative tools have been developing from the start. Like there's so much we couldn't do in the past and now we can do so much more and it's like you can really see it just always evolving and becoming bigger and better and Epic's always looking to help creators do the next best thing and all that stuff, um, which is amazing with all the tools that are just always evolving. It's just getting bigger and better um, and it, Epic is very proactive about that, trying to trying to make new tools that will help us push these new big uh, events or maps or modes that are going to really intrigue players who play this more often or to come back to bring their friends and all that stuff. Um, it's really exciting. And I mean, there are some limitations to an extent, but I think that really, it, it just shows that, you know, we can, there's more we can add and all that stuff. Um, you know, we're looking forward to what the future brings with, um, Fortnite creative and what kind of tools that are brought into the game. And, um, you know, that, that's what's really awesome about it. Um, in terms of, like, you know, us, as Simon was saying, about what we call ourselves, um, it's it's a yeah touchy topic in a way because, you know, you don't want to step on anyone's toes about it. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of the times we call ourselves Fortnite creative developers, uh, especially with the limitations of tools to an extent, um, this shows how far we can push it, you know. We're not given everything and anything, but we can use what we have and develop bigger and better experiences, Um, which, you know, when you see a lot of these creators build these amazing projects, it's just like, wow, these guys did it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it keeps hitting me that I feel like so many people are essentially sleeping on what, What Fortnite now is, right? Like, because it's like, well, it's, there's a few years where it's like, yeah, like it's huge and it's this thing and it's a game and it lives over there. And, but I think like as it keeps growing, um, I, you know, I love diving in when they're doing some of their live event type stuff as well to see, okay, how far have they pushed it yet again? Yeah. Like, and it really continues to just kind of blow my mind when, when you think about, you know, like the character IPs they've managed to pull together in this world, the the way in which people can just, you know, have a great time together in this immersive space. You don't have to call it a game anymore. And suddenly you're like, holy crap, like this is an amazing digital realm that we've all realised over the last couple of years, these digital spaces for socialising are more important than ever, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a new a new avenue it's new kids on the block kind of thing and people are i mean you're either eating it up or you're you know taking that 80s or 70s approach parenting approach to it you know it's like let's keep our kids away from this thing so (laughs) and i just think that's a you know generally that comes down to not understanding a topic um you know and I, i think that's where what it comes down to this has been for me to be able to, for any of us here to be able to express our creativity, there ha- I haven't have really had that door open. Almost didn't know that that creativity was inside us until we're giving this avenue to be able to express. Um, and it blows my mind, you know, being able to see people go from couch potatoes to, you know, a... a, a uh, incredible creators with careers behind them, working with brands and agencies and like, what side of the bed did you wake up on? <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you, uh, Simon, you threw out the word metaverse a little while ago and I did want to jump on that because it's like, you know, I feel like, okay, Facebook fired a starter's gun by using the <laughs> word and essentially trying to co-opt the word, I'm happy to say out loud that I think, you know, they're just desperately trying to jump on something that was already here in a lot of ways. Right. Or that is, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing. It can be so many things and it doesn't have to be permanently present. It can just be this thing you, you know, you jump into in all different kinds of ways. So, you know, with the fact that now everybody is super psyched for this concept, um, yeah, I'd love your thoughts on where you think you know these kinds of you know Fortnite experiences, um, you know, sit in this, in this, yeah, you know, I guess path towards the future that everybody's so psyched about right now.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, we-, we sit here and fantasize all the time as to what that world could look like, and I mean, something I've heard, uh, I'm- some very higher ups in Epic say that if you can imagine play it, Ready Player One, have you seen the movie Ready Player One? Oh yeah. If, if you haven't, uh, that is sort of the most blown out depiction of what a metaverse might look like. So I can imagine in 2050 that it might be what it looks like, but for now we're creating that pathway to get there. Um, the, like, the world's your oyster. I, I don't know how far we can go with this thing. I, this is—it keeps me on the edge of my seat because I don't know. You know, I'm excited for what's coming, and if I knew what was coming, I wouldn't be excited. So, I, I, you know, I like the idea that there's things there that are that 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 I don't know and that are coming, and and they're going to to be revealed eventually. But I do believe that that there wouldn't be the word metaverse thrown around, uh, and so heavily and and engaged by. Places like Facebook so much. If there wasn't a big element to it, if there wasn't some huge future to it, so I believe very, very much so that um, they're taking the ball and they're going to run with it. Um, you know, we've we've seen VR come in, we've seen 3D realms come in, where you know you can float in a in a anti-gravital tank. I mean, we can just keep pushing things and pushing things and pushing things until it becomes, you know, that consumer-ready thing that you can just put in your lounge room and you're completely engaged. Now, of course, we don't want to be sitting there just eating chips and drinking soda and having that all pumped into our system, right? But I'm sure we can find a nice, healthy balance. (laughs) I mean, look, just yesterday I
0: actually saw footage of a uh, resistance-based VR rig for gyms, right? Like, so there's sort of so many of these things. So suddenly someone's actually, you know, they're getting a score in a game essentially but they're on like one of those resistance trainer machines so that every time they're moving they're working out so you know there's so many of these things
1: yeah exactly it's been gamified right
0: i mean yeah alia i'd like have is this another one of the things that you know you care about or is it just that idea that you sort of go like we're just making stuff and wherever it goes next or yeah? You know what's your thoughts I mean, yeah,
2: like, I think if we look at Fortnite, Fortnite is probably one of the biggest examples of what could be the metaverse. Um, we look at all the brands that, that Epic has pulled into Fortnite, like, not I never expected to ever see or to play a game that involved Marvel, you know, like like inside of Fortnite, of course. Um, you know, to be all these different characters in the same universe, it's its insane. Like, you know, not, not every day do you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be um chopping a tree as captain america or whatever <laughs> it may be, you know or or playing you know being a naruto character like there's so much different possibilities um and also looking at not just fortnite um battle royale and what they're bringing into that but also what they're bringing into fortnite creative is massive all these brands that are realizing the potential of um coming into this this space and and showcasing their brand and uh, interacting with the player base and getting just, you know, um, bringing themselves into this metaverse, um, which is bigger than Fortnite, of course, there's a lot more to it. Um, but I do think that Fortnite as a whole is a very good example of what could be and what could be in the future. And I, and I look forward to it, you know, it's exciting. And, you know, we never know what's gonna be inside of this realm. and. Um, and what's going to be in store for the future. Um, uh, especially with like Fortnite Creative, we you know, there's all these brands that are coming in and wanting to create these immersive experiences and um and I look forward to seeing like who else wants to come into the space and you know everyone's welcome. It's a metaverse, it's for everyone. Um and that's what's amazing about it.
0: Yeah, look, I always think back to a story I heard about how uh, you know, the Devs at Unreal were like, oh, hey, um, we just want to like, wouldn't it be cool if we did a Marvel project and that between them and Marvel, they kind of just actually said, oh, it's not about money. Let's just make a cool thing. Like, and let's just agree that we want to make a cool thing together. And that it almost feels like that set a tone for what, you know, their attitude is towards this, that it's not about you know, trying to make everything a commercial opportunity straight out of the gate. It's just what would be cool. Exactly. And so that kind of feels like that's probably why they've then managed to have Marvel and DC and Star Wars, you know, like that all of these different things because they're not kind of going, oh, we're not signing some, you know, special exclusive deal, this, that, the other. They're just going, let's make cool stuff and let's let it all live in this one place together so that people can just enjoy themselves. (laughs)
2: Yeah. There's, there's no limitations. And, you know, anyone looking at all these different characters and uh, people and brands that are coming into the space, you know, there's no war, like, oh, you can't be in here because technically, yeah, anyone can be in here. It's it's the metaverse and that's, what's amazing about it. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people and brands are starting to realize that. Um, and that's, what's awesome about it. It's like how can they bring their brand and identity into this game and Kind of just interact with the player base and and all that type of stuff but you're definitely more of a it's starting to be more of like how can we make these really cool experiences then what's gonna yeah you know, what, what's the
1: biggest op- business opportunity coming yeah. yeah it's also it's also in one place like all this can be done in one place mm. you know there's no I, like I'd hate to put other games aside, but I'd love to see a world where they all exist yeah. in one space. I mean, we're doing this with, you know, uh, the Xbox Marketplace, uh, PlayStation's Marketplace, um, Steam Store, things like that. But these are just marketplaces where they're available. Fortnite's creating a world where all these uh, all these IPs are coexisting mm. in the same space. So, when I think about future of metaverse, that's what I'm looking at, sort of beyond what we're looking at now, and how will that space look like in the future, and will we be, you know, in a social hub and going from one game yeah. to another? Will I be able to cross over to another game as a character that I'm playing, you know, jump from Spider-Man into, a, into another completely different realm? Is that going to be in that one battle royale space? or is it completely different games that are cross out, crossing over to each other it's yeah imagination is 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 definitely going to leave it open
0: and that's yeah i i get really excited by exactly that idea of thinking well yeah unreal makes the engine as well as the game so they could potentially down the track be like going hey these assets from Fortnite can blend across into things that other game developers who use Unreal make, like, that gets really exciting to think about, yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, even the limitations of being inside the Unreal Engine, that thing, when that when they do updates to, to the engine itself, when it was Unreal Engine 5, the demo that came out for that, I'd yeah. never seen anything like it in my life. And I can guarantee <laughs> yeah. you that when Unreal Engine 6 comes out, I will have never seen anything like it in my life. So, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just they step it up every time and... And I I I leave it in their hands because they're 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 incredible at what they do and what they achieve.
0: Yeah, you know, at some point, flick the switch to let us put a VR headset on while we hang out in Fortnite, and
1: right? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> That'd be insane. Um, yeah. Well, I guess one last random thought. So, when you're making stuff, do you have a go-to skin yourselves when you're uh, in creative mode?
1: You know, I'll tend to pick a skin. I get yelled at for picking a skin that's not the one that I'm recognized in. <laughs> uh, but like another a few creators that I know as well, I will pick a skin that, that matches the environment that I'm creating to try and try and engage myself with that as well and try and dive myself as deeply as I can into the space. That's what I do personally.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I get yelled at because I can't pick a skin. Um, they're like, because everyone's got like their main skin and then they're like, you have the skin, but then you switch it the next day and you switch to the next day. And they're like, we can't even figure out what your main skin is. So how are we meant to do like a, maybe a render that has all of our skins in it. Cause we don't know what skin you like. <laughs> and I'm like, look, it, it changes day to day. I'm like, it's just whatever I'm feeling. I like to build where like with a skin and I'm like, yeah, I'm really feeling the skin and it's making exactly. me feel like I can um, build it. Weirdly enough. I'm just like, you know, if some days there's a skin where I'm like, yeah, this just isn't doing it for me. I got to, pick something different i have a i have a few selections of skins that i like to go to um but i don't really have like a main skin that i i pick i have one that's like a um like a crash dummy one that's a really i like that one uh, there's another one i use which is like a it's got like a bullseye kind of look on it um i mean those are probably
0: one or two and then and then this is all this if it looks cool i'm probably wearing it <laughs> That's another part of what strikes me as much as we mentioned all the IP stuff. It's the fact that that they do have lots of just generally cool looking skins that aren't any IP. And it means you can kind of go, yeah, that's just, that's me. That's my thing. I want that to be my vibe, whether it's for today or for, you know, for a year, however long someone wants to vibe with that style. Yeah.
1: And I mean, even if it, they've got creators creating skins for the game as well. So... Even an imagination that comes from outside of Epic's little world, you know, they're bringing that in yeah. as well. They're almost metaversing with, you know, yeah. those third parties. Which is yeah. everything, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Look, thank you guys so much for your time. Yeah, super appreciate it.
1: It's been fantastic.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>